Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. Alright, here we go. This guy really kind of set the pace for me for knowing what kind of true passion was because, man, we were so hot for each other. It's like the kind of stuff like you feel it when you breathe. And then my wrists get cuffed to the ankle cuffs. And I'm just totally can't do anything. Damn, that was fun. I mean... Hello, everyone. Well, it is about 10.30 in the evening for me. And... I just came across the funniest thing. I've been cleaning out my closet because I'm putting, having a safe installed in it. And I find, what do I find? I find my old journals from like high school through my twenties. No shit. So of course I get sidetracked and I start reading this crap. Well, Oh my gosh, it's hilarious. So I think this is actually, I just very quickly, I didn't want to get too much into it, but I found a couple things that I'm going to actually read. This is, this is like from me, this is the young curious girl. (laughs) The, the curious girl before she was the curious girl. I don't know what I was back then. I was the 20 year old, young, wild, crazy wasn't always playing with a full deck girl, but it's so funny to read some of this shit. Um, I'll have to preface some of it, but so this, this first one I'm going to read, this is just, uh, from a guy that I dated from 18 to like, um, 18 to like, gosh, early thirties off and on totally loved each other. But he was 11 years older than me. And when I was about 24, and this is what I'm writing about, he wanted to get married and we're sort of breaking up because I'm like, rough. I don't want to get married, you know? And trust me, he fucking dodged a bullet. I dodged a bullet. That would have been the, getting me getting married in my 20s would have been the worst thing to do. You know what's funny? There was a lot of guys I dated, well, I guess because they were all a little bit older than me, that wanted to get married. And... Ugh, that just would have been the worst thing to do. But anyway, so uh, I said, this is what I, I mean, like, I just, I, I crack up. I'm going to try to read this stuff with a straight face here and not giggle as I'm doing it. Um, and you have to know how silly I feel, like, rereading this shit. But cut me some slack here. I was 24. Okay. So this is, like, right smack dab in the middle of our, like, breakup. I, I think that we'd already... I think I'd already kind of said like, you know, or I knew the ultimate, you know, I knew I'd gotten kind of the ultimatum, like, what are we doing? It's time to shit or get off the pot, you know, what's been at this point, I guess about six years. So we're, he's kind of like saying, what, what are we going to do? What's, what's going on? And I, and so here's what I say. I say, I'm feeling so nostalgic right now. Part of me wishes that he never would have called me, but it's too late now. He did. And all this crap from the past is dredged up. This has got to stop. I know somewhere in me, I have the strength and the maturity. (laughs) 
I love that I put that down, to put an end to things. Realistically, I want to be strong and tell him it's over for me. But emotionally, I want to take anything I can get. But somehow, I just can't do it anymore. <laughs> it just seems so sad to me that someone I've had such deep feelings for is not going to be a part of my future or can never be a part of my future for that matter. There's a bond there, something that's bigger than the both of us. No matter where he is, no matter where his, no matter where my life takes me, I'll never forget him, nor he I. He's a part of me, and I'll take that with me forever. I just pray that when the time comes, I'll have the strength to do what's right. So basically, uh, you know, I'm lamenting, like, the fact that, you know, I know I can't get married at 24. I don't want to get married at 24. And, you know, that's, it's for him, it's like, hey, shit, or get off the pot. But the interesting thing about this guy, I just was talking to him. This this guy's name is Mike. I was just talking to him or talking about him, uh, I don't know, last week uh, with Cowboy N. And I said, you know, we, you know, we just had this off and on thing and I was just telling him all about it. And, um, and the interesting thing is he and I, uh, Mike and I stayed very close for a a lot. We went on, you know, I mean, this wasn't the end at 24. We, we dragged it, you know, off and on and off and on for quite a while, but at any rate, we're still to this day friends. And this guy really kind of set the pace for me for knowing what kind of true passion was because, man, we were so hot for each other. It's like the kind of stuff like you feel it when you breathe. You just can't like the energy is palpable. And I and 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 my experience with him has always been he's one of those guys that kind of taught me about you know, that the, 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 I met and the, and, and the, how I measure the chemistry and what's going on. And I can tell by how, you know, just if I'm having that, that mic feeling, you know, like, I'm like, Oh, you know, like, yep. Uh, this could be dangerous. This could be real interesting. So that's what, I think that's kind of the, that's the point this guy ended up serving, you know, like, in, in my life. And I remember when he used to say to me things like, you know, you, you're so young, you've got so much living to do. It used to piss me off. I fucking hated it. I didn't like anybody telling me, you know, anything. Cause I thought I knew it all, but he was right. I mean, I did have a lot of living to do. Thank God. At least I had, you know, I knew what was right for me and not, and wrong for me. And I didn't always handle things the best and probably to this day, you know, always still don't. I think hopefully I've, (laughs) I do better than I did back then, but man, I mean, you know, I'm sure like everybody's got like those great loves out there that they just, you know, they'll never forget. He's one of those people. And like I said, we're still good friends and in touch to this day. It's so interesting. Um, you know, the, how that just kind of, you know, stayed together and moved along. And man, the sex, woohoo, we used to have. Uh, that was hard giving that up, I'll tell you that. Now, on to the next little little reading here that I bookmark, bookmarked, uh, speaking of sex. So this was my boyfriend at 25, Chris. And 
I'm complaining about our sex life here. Um, and I said, uh, I think, oh, I said, there's one problem with Chris. I would like to get over the sex is okay, but I need to be more assertive. I can't always have an orgasm with him and I'm afraid to touch myself in front of him. I don't know why I should just do it. Who cares what he thinks? He's not doing anything for me while we're having sex. At least Mike would give me multiple orgasms before he had one. (laughs) I guess I'm just being selfish, but I'm starting to get frustrated. The oral sex is good, but it's taking so long and he's not doing it right. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. And I told him what I like. When he doesn't do what I need, it takes forever and my orgasms aren't as strong. I got really frustrated after sex this morning. We're having sex and he does nothing for me. How rude. Excuse me, but I'm not going to expose myself in total daylight for nothing. (laughs) Oh, and now that I think about it, he knows he wouldn't be able to see me tonight. So basically, I got no satisfaction today and he did. Oh my God. Yes, I'm pissed off because I didn't get my orgasms and he did. This, this is interesting. This is, this is, I think, a phenomenon I that, you know, I think young girls, uh, if they have a bad lover or someone who they can't communicate with or whatever, uh, you know, it, they're, they're afraid to express themselves sexually. And it's strange because, you know, with Mike, the previous guy I was talking about, and I was not afraid. I mean, we had great sex, but he was older, you know? So, and actually Chris was older too. Chris was just, uh, maybe six years older than me, but he was a little more conservative. And so that didn't work. It's funny because this guy wanted to get married too. And I was just like, nope. Oh, nope, 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 nope. I'm not signing up for uh, for for that for life. So <laughs> hopefully, I know he's a nice guy. And I think he's still, he's still around. My mom actually set us up. Um, but no, that didn't work. Just didn't quite have, I did not have the chemistry with him. So Let's see. I think I got one more here. Where'd that go? Uh, 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 oh, I took my little tabby off. Darn it. Wait a minute. Well, I think that, shit, I took my little, missed my little spot. I had another thing bookmarked. Oh, well. Well, anyway, I am, that was just briefly getting into things. I'm going to start searching through these for some funny shit to read because, this stuff cracks me up and Hey, I know it sounds stupid. I sound stupid. I'm 20. You know, I'm in my twenties here. I was stupid. What can I say? And I don't mind self-deprecating a little bit. I have no problem with it, (laughs) but I tell you, I really feel for young women because you know, it's, it's hard. And now here I am all these years later, completely, you know, going crazy 
doing doing my own little sexual road trip here. Having a great time with it. So who knew? Who knew I would go from complaining about basically bitching that I had exposed myself in daylight <laughs> buck naked. <laughs> and I didn't have an orgasm. That wasn't a fair trade. Anyway. Okay. Now let's talk about some orgasms because man, did I ha- have I did I have some last week was kind of last week was an exciting week. So spent some time with Cowboy N and also spent some time with BE. Uh okay, both of these are super, super blog worthy. So I've got to get my fucking ass in gear and just blog about it. Damn, damn, damn. I will not be able to do it justice just sitting here talking. There's no way. Uh, plus, I need to, you know, pulling it off the top of my head is not as, uh, it's just not as good as writing it out, totally reliving it, going back in the moment. Um, well, let me tell you, I'll start with Cowboy N. Uh Shit on a shingle, fuck me sideways, and slap me twice. Hot damn, that was fun. I mean, I got my, yeah, I, did I get my, did I get my world rocked? Yes. Yes, I did. (laughs) I fucking did. Oh my gosh. Okay. Where do I start with that? Well, I hadn't seen him in a while. So when I saw him, I was almost disappointed that we had to go eat. I mean, I, I wanted to talk and catch up, but I mean, just, just like the second I was around him, my blood was boiling. Like I was on fire in lust, ready to pounce. And I just kind of like, as we're driving to go eat, he's talking. And I literally, I can't tell you what the fuck he said. Because all I could, I was just like, kind of trying not to stare. I was trying not to stare too much at his hands. I was just like, (sighs) like, in a lather. (laughs) I seriously just want to be like, just turn this fucking car around. Let's just go back. Are you really that hungry? Come on, let's fuck. I mean, that's, but I was trying to be a lady. <laughs> I was trying to be dignified. Why? I don't know. Everybody, I mean, at this point, seriously, come on. Who am I trying to kid? But yeah, I just kept wanting to rip his clothes off. And then, and then when we got back, it was on. I mean, I don't know what he I can't I, I I don't know what he thought about it, but yeah, I I I would say that you know, I mean every it seemed he, that I'm trying to rank that in my, that, that this last experience in my cow, you know, among my cowboy and experiences. Um, 
Pretty fucking good. Uh, let me see. Hmm. I'm going to have to give that some thought, but it was right up there. I, I don't know that I've ever... I'm trying to think if I've ever had a bad experience. No, no. I mean, we've had some interesting moments because our conversations can get testy because we push each other's buttons. But, um, no, I mean, as far as the, you know, from my point of view, fuck, you know, as far as the sex goes, it's, for me, it's good every time. I don't know. Like I said, I cannot speak for him. I've never said, hey, could you rank me or rate me? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, I I had a lot of fun. And again, like I said, this I am fired up about it. I, I'm going to blog about it. I'm not shitting. I'm not bullshitting around anymore. I'm going to get that done because it was really good. And I, and I, it deserves, it's like, it needs its moment of appreciation. It deserves the, the words to come pouring out of me. And it's funny because sometimes I can't get, it's like, I'm not, I can't get myself motivated to want to blog about stuff this time? Oh yeah. Fuck yeah, I do. Yes. And let's see now. Again, he and I had planned to do <laughs> sex shows or not sex shows, but you know, yeah, I guess sex shows, you know, where, where people are running around and you can have sex or check other people out. Sex parties, actually. I'm saying sex show. So this is our second attempt. And so we, you know, we were going to go out to dinner and then go to the sex party. Um, you know, we, we, when you, I guess there's a, you know, there's kind of like a dress code. You're supposed to look dressed a certain way. So we are dressed up, you know, we're dressed up. I have like a little black, I have a, a short, you know, fitted black dress on and, um, heels and, you know, he's just looking so handsome and dapper and, you know, and he looked damn good. I, that guy can dress. That guy can dress. He looks, he looks, he looks good. He looks good in and out of his clothes. So we're going, you know, we, we're going out, we go, we go to sushi and we're sitting there and just, we just love to just, talk about everything, all of our little sex plans, everything we're going to do. But it's funny because, you know, if you saw us out together, you would think they're boyfriend or girlfriend. I mean, we're very touchy and, you know, lovey and handholding and eye contact, a lot of kissing. And I'm sure everybody that looks, looks at us is like going, okay, those two are going to go fuck. Those two are gonna fuck each other's brains out tonight. I mean, that's the kind of, you know, when you see people like that, I mean, it's not like we're not fondling or anything like that, but that's kind of our, that's the vibe. And I love that. I mean, I'm, I am totally that way. I, I can just, I like that. I mean, and it's funny. That's why I call him BE. That's the boyfriend experience. But I like to, 
I'm affectionate. I like to be that way. So he's really a great outlet for that because that's so, you know, that's kind of his natural way of being. And it's kind of, it's kind of mine too. You know, it's, it's very comfortable for me to, to be that way with somebody and, and I enjoy it. So at any rate, we're, you know, out to dinner and at this amazing, amazing sushi place. Holy shit. I had to just bring that up because this was literally like hands down the best sushi I've ever had in my entire life. Amazing. So we're having dinner. We're talking. We're just getting all fired up. You know, it's like, who are we kidding? Again, I don't want, I'm, I'm in that same mode. I'm like, I just want to rip this guy's clothes off. I don't want to go to a sex party. Fuck those people. I don't know them from Adam. I want to go back to the hotel room and fuck like crazy. So we go back and uh, B.E. has, um, he shows me all these items he brought with him. One, one of those things is a, a spreader bar <laughs> and all these like cuffs, cuffs and everything locking together. And I'm like, all right, it's on. Let's do it. Well, first of all, I have to say our room had was on the corner. And so it was on the 18th floor. It had all glass. So we had the whole, we had the shades open. It's at night and our lights are on and I'm getting cuffed and spreader barred. And then I'm not going to details, but I will say, cause somebody a while back said, Hey, um, they were talking about D you know, they're like, I can't believe you didn't use the spreader bar. I'm like, well, I'm sure I'll get a chance to somebody will, you know, they'll happen. I'll get the spreader bar at some point. Anyway, as it turns out, I got the spreader bar and a whole lot more. <laughs> I also got cuffed to the door where there was something up above the door you know, the top of the door and we're at the door by the, by the window. And then at that point, I'm just getting pounded from behind with the lights on and just all glass. I mean, I hope somebody saw because this was, this was fucking hot. I'm all, please let somebody be watching this. I know how good it felt. I would love to be, I, damn, I, I don't like video. I don't like the, I don't don't ever want to video myself in a sex act. That's a big no, no for me. But, um, I wish I would have had that on video and I could see the reflection in the glass. It was hot. It was fucking hot. But now back to the spreader bar. So I get the spreader bar on me and, (laughs) um, uh, I'm cut. So I'm, on my knees with the spreader bar, ass up, head down, and then I get cuffed to my ankle cuffs. My hands get, my wrists get cuffed to the ankle cuffs. (laughs) And I'm just, I'm just, I'm just totally can't, you know, can't do anything. 
I'll, and then the rest of the details I will leave for uh, my lovely, you know, blog that I'm definitely going to write. But uh, yeah, that was um, quite a quite a <laughs> quite a fun-filled week. Yes, I have to say, um, and thank goodness, BEs in Budapest this week. <laughs> Because I need a little break. <laughs> Cowboy Inn's back out of town. Uh, who knows when he'll be back. Uh, BE's in Budapest. And I'm like, thank you, God. I need a break. My poor... Yes, I need a break. <laughs> you know, when you do that stuff, it's you're up late. I mean, you know, there's... It, it, I, my body feels that the next day because I mean, I'm spread and contorted and I'll, I mean, and, and I'll feel stuff. I mean, I feel it in my hips the next day. Um, yeah. There are over 90,000 people missing at any time and over half a million are reported missing every year. And that's just in the United States. I'm Mike Morford. And I'm Jess Betancourt. And in our podcast, Missing Persons, we discuss cases of people who have gone missing under mysterious circumstances. And we're joined in each episode by guests who are either related to the missing person, investigating their disappearance, or advocating for answers in the case. Missing Persons is available everywhere you listen to podcasts, and there are dozens of episodes to binge on right now. Subscribe today so you don't miss an episode. So, that was very, very fun. But, again, the... I think, oh, and I'll save the last bit, the last bit that, um, that are a little, like, what kind of my personal highlight to the, on the BE encounter, um, it involves come again, but it's not quite the same ending as before, as I've mentioned before with on the previous podcast with what he did that really just like kind of sent me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, quite an interesting week this past week coming across my little diaries from, Oh my God. High school. Now the high school shit. I got, I have to get into that. And any I'll bookmark it. That'll be funny. That'll be some funny shit talking about, <laughs> I don't even know what I was saying at that point, but it, it, it's gotta be, it's just gotta be ridiculously funny because what else are you saying when you're in like late teens, early twenties? I mean, it's gotta be some real petty, ridiculous stuff. So there we go. Um, stay tuned and check the blog because I'm going to get on that. Seriously. I am, I'm mo I'm, I'm, I feel inspired. I'm inspired. You know, I'm, I'm inspired to, uh, to write and, um, you know, and I, I, I really feel, uh, you know, I mean, I think honestly, I think that, you know, cowboy and really, really spurred that in me. I'm like, I can't just talk about him. He's not, it doesn't do, it doesn't do him justice. You know, like he really does need to be written about. He really does. He deserves it. He deserves 
being written about. So I will I will write about him and I will do my best. Even though I'm not a good writer, I always preface it with that. I know my writing skills aren't that great. However, uh, he's just kind of one of those unique kind of guys that the... I don't think he comes I don't think it comes across the same when I talk about him than when I than when I write about him. And because there's so much detail and so many layers to what he's doing to me. And because usually it's kind of like a mental takeover, like a mind meltdown. <laughs> it shuts my mind sort of shuts off. He really does have this way with me of just having me right there in the moment. And it's so hard to do, but he, it's just like, it's for him, it's effortless. I don't, you know, I don't even know if he knows he's doing it. He probably does. I, I don't know, but I, I'm very reactive to him. Very, very reactive. And it's fucking hot as hell to me. I mean, and, and, and cool to get sent to that place and be able to experience that. Because really before I met him, I don't know that I, I mean, I've had, I'd had, I certainly have had times like that, but he's consistent with it. I mean, he could, you know, I've had where, you know, you have some, what you call mind blowing sex, right. Um, that, you know, it, you have it every once in a while and, and it, you're, it's sort of like you're chasing that, you know, or you're waiting for that to happen again. And, but with him, I don't know, like I said, I, I don't know what, I don't know how he does it. I'm sure if I asked him, it's probably intentional. He probably knows exactly what he's doing. And, um, he, yeah, I, I'm sure it's deliberate. I mean, I don't, I don't think he's just, it's haphazard or random. So, but maybe I'll get a chance at some point. You never know. Maybe I'll get a chance to get him on another podcast at some point and ask him about what is it exactly? What what are you doing? (laughs) And I'll ask him specifically about me and then I'll have it, I'll have it, I'll have it on, you know, I'll, I'll know, I'll know for sure because then I can not just ask him and listen for one time. I'll have it on, you know, on tape so I can listen to it again and be like, yeah, yeah, that's right. (laughs) All right. Well, there you go. Like I said, started to say before I started to ramble again, check the blog. I'm going to be putting up, I'm, I'm actually behind and I'm, I've got several BE blogs to write. So I'm going to, I'm seriously right now inspired to get that caught up. So I'm going to do it. And, um, and we'll, uh, we'll see how this summer goes. Like I said, I think it's going to be real fun. All right. Take care, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend and make sure you're following me on social media. Also go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.